0: All right, so if you've ever... Thought of the song Everyday I'm Hustlin', isn't it like Rick Ross or something like that? And thought of that song when you hear the name Tori Johnson, you are in the right place. So tonight we have the legend, the amazing woman Tori Johnson of Spark and Hustle Conference that's coming to a city near you shortly if it hasn't been there already. She's gonna be on with us for the next 20 or so minutes talking about Spark and Hustle, about Good Morning America, about how she got to where she is today. So make sure that you stay tuned for the entire 30 minutes. Minutes and use the hashtag YFVchat to tweet out your quotes from Tori. So this is Young Female Entrepreneurs, a live show that happens every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern here at youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com. I'm your host tonight, Jennifer Dono. And like I was saying, our guest is Tori Johnson of Spark and Hustle. You might know her from Spark and Hustle or you might know her from Good Morning America or from her company, uh, Women for Hire, or actually Success Magazine, and we totally have it somewhere in here. I also have her book, fantastic book. Um so she's going to be on with us shortly, but before we get started with Tori, I wanted to of course thank our sponsors. So the first one is Ovali. <laughs> Were you waiting for me to tell you which one yeah, was which first? One? Uh, Ovali, we provide live streaming services uh, and our hosting and provider. I am an owner of the company, so go to ovali.tv to find out more and request a consultation from us. And by MailChimp. So MailChimp is actually our mail provider that we use. Hopefully you guys are signed up. If you're not, make sure that you click on the uh, mailed it button right below there. Um, MailChimp is a uh, supports more than 2.5 million email subscribers sending 4 billion messages per, per month. MailChimp is designed for the do-it-yourself power user, someone looking for all the power of an enterprise application but built for anyone to use. We're big fans of MailChimp, so thank you to both of our sponsors. Now, uh, before we bring Tori Johnson on again, I know you guys are probably sitting at the edge of your seats. I am too. I'm very excited to bring her on. I wanted to, of course, acknowledge those of you that are here live. The whole reason why we do this live stream thing, is to have a shared experience, be there live, network with one another and talk about the discussion points that are brought up. So if you have a question for Tori, make sure that you chat it into the box because we are collecting all of your questions and they will be asked tonight. So make sure chat it in. Also, we are on the hashtag YFE chat and I believe Spark and Hustle has a hashtag too with Spark and Hustle. So if you want to include that there, you can bring in the conference women and also just kind of promote that conference out for Tori too because it's going to be a fantastic resource for young women everywhere. So we've got a couple of people on Instagram that are hashtagging what they are drinking tonight and we are for entrepreneurial women in their 20s and 30s. So please be responsible <laughs> but we've got Amanda Schaffner eight, at AM Schaffner. She's toasting to everyone. Um, of course, at the Stacey Harris. Oh my gosh, Stacey, that is a gorgeous picture. So she's using uh, the, ha- the hashtag Spark and Hustle too on Instagram. So, Stacy's actually on our at YF Entrepreneur Twitter handle. So, thank you for at the Stacey Harris. Hi, Stacy, Shout out to you guys. And shout out to everyone that's in the chat. Thank you so much for coming. Again, if you have a question for Tori, chat it in. We did get a couple tout responses too, which I'm super excited. Tracy, you're on the chat tonight. Yours is one of them. So, I'm excited about that. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome Tori in and hear about how she got to where she is today. Welcome on to Young Female Entrepreneurs, Tori. Thank you so much for coming tonight.
1: Um, you're so sweet to have me. I'm having a Starbucks iced cappuccino right now because I wouldn't be able to stay awake if I didn't cuz I started my day very very early today with a segment on Good Morning America and I have another one tomorrow in Good Morning America.
0: I know so we were I'll... all excited. We all I saw people uh-huh. tweeting about it. So very cool. Good. So, um, so thanks for having me. Yeah, so to get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about, first of all, what you're doing today. Like you mentioned, you are a host of, some of a few segments on Good Morning America, and we've been talking about you founding Spark and Hustle, the conference that goes around the U.S. Uh, so, tell us a little bit about who Tori Johnson is.
1: <laughs> um, Tori Johnson's a crazy girl who does <laughs> way too many things and should probably cut back, but instead, I'm adding more and more all the time because um, I hate being bored and unchallenged. So I remind myself of that every time. I'm like, oh, my gosh, why did I get in this mess? And I'm like, because you would hate the alternative. So I have um, two specific areas of my two very distinct businesses, Women for Hire, the business I started 14 years ago, which focuses on women and employment, helping women get jobs at big companies. And we put on events to do that. Then my newer business, the one we're talking about now, is Spark and Hustle, which started four years ago, and it's really about women and entrepreneurship, and it started because of the economy. So many women who would come to my Women for Hire events or who are watching me on GMA would say, you know what, I got my last pink slip, want to start my own business, or I've got a business, but it's struggling because of the economy, can you help me? really rev it up. And so events are what I love. I love getting people together under one roof, kind of rolling up our sleeves, getting our hands dirty and just diving into problems and solutions. And uh, so we started this division to be able to create events to serve women who were starting or growing small businesses. And um, it's, a, it's a whole lot of fun. So I get to travel and uh, meet amazing women business owners and hear you know their incredible stories. And Also help them, help them to make more money, which at the end of the day, that's what we're all about, helping them make more money.
0: I love that. And And then I also do, (laughs) sorry, go go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, we'll talk about that in Um, just a second.
1: And then, um, as you mentioned, I also do a segment every Thursday on Good Morning America. It's an exclusive deals and steals segment where I feature five businesses. Very often, small business owners, because that's always my um, my passion and my preference, is to feature you know amazing small businesses who sometimes have the ability to do more business because of the visibility they get on GMA in one day than they've done in a year or longer. So the segment has an incredible impact on the businesses that I feature, as well, obviously, on, on our viewers who get to save money, be introduced to amazing new products, become loyal fans of those companies, and so it's kind of a win for everybody. Um, and, and, and that's a lot of fun. And I know you also mentioned that um, I'm a contributing editor. I have a column every month in Success Magazine, and so that's that's great. And I love the success audience because they're very loyal, very committed and very focused on um, achieving their own success and, and achieving greater success. So that's, um, that's certainly something that I love doing as well.
0: Well, and I think that's so cool. So before before we get into too many things, because you brought up a few points that I wanted to go over. One was the GMA piece and how you feature people's products on there. And I am come from a hosting background and I know the effect that that has when you put one, even if the image is up there for just seconds and you mention the domain name, that, I mean, that has the power to take down servers. It's amazing. Uh-huh. So um, as far as uh, you getting to this point where you have all of these businesses, and you are a crazy person, as you said. And actually, Tori Molnar of at Utoria, um, at my Utoria. She's saying that she can vouch for that. <laughs> uh, so uh, how did you get to this point? Because on sparkandhustle.com, uh, where you guys can find out more about the conference, you actually say that after being unexpectedly fired from a job at NBC News. Now, I've heard the story because I went to Spark and Hustle last year. But for those of the, the young women that are watching tonight, what does that mean? What, wh- what's the story? How did you get to be where you are today after being on, an anchor on NBC News?
1: So I wasn't an anchor. I was um, I worked behind the scenes in PR. Um, and I, it was my very first job working in PR. And a new boss came in and decided to basically clean house, bring in a whole new team. And it was so baffling to me because it was an early lesson that you can do a really great job, you can be really well-liked. You can think everything's fine, and someone can announce one day, we don't want you anymore. And I hated that feeling, and I couldn't shake it until I finally realized that the only way that I would ever feel confident and secure in my career was to be my own boss, run my own shop, sign my own paycheck. And so even though I had subsequent jobs in PR, I realized that my destiny was to sort of like be my own boss and do my own thing. So in 1999, I quit all, uh, all the PR stuff that I was doing, working for other companies, big companies, small companies, and I started my own company. And, you know, it's the most financially freeing thing that I think you can do is to like bank on yourself. And there's a lot of people who are scared to do that and worried about doing that, but for me the best thing for me and for my family was to bank on myself. And um, it was, you know, probably the best decision I've ever made. The one that's had the biggest impact on my life.
0: Well, since you brought up your family, that brings us to another point. Uh, So last year at Spark and Hustle, I was there and I saw your husband everywhere. He was just on, you know, (laughs) like he was helping out, doing what he needed to do, uh, networking with women. It was crazy. And I actually stopped him in the hallway and asked him, how do you guys do it? I, I see, I follow you on Instagram, so I see pictures of you and your husband all the time together. You're jogging, you're doing cool things, and <laughs> yeah, you're this powerhouse woman, and you don't often hear success stories of that, right, of men being willing to go on tour with their wives. So um, first of all, what did he say when you said, I'm you know, I was fired and I'm going to actually start my own company? And then the second question that, you know, is kind of a lead off of that, how has he what is his role within Tory Johnson and the empire that you're building?
1: Sure. So um, when I wanted to start my own company, he was like, go for it. And he and my mom were the only two people who said, go for it. Mm-hmm. Everyone else said, like, you're crazy. You have no experience. You know, you want to put on events. You want to create career fairs for women. Like you have no experience in that. You have no experience running a business. Like you don't know what you're doing. Like, why would you do something so risky? And he was like, go for it. If there's anyone that I would ever bank on, it's you. And I know that even without the specific experience, like, you are smarter than anyone I know, and you know how to just make things happen. Like, that's your specialty. Just make it happen. Learn what you don't know and just go for it. So he was always really, really, really supportive, and that's never wavered. It's only strengthened. So much so that he spent his – really his whole career – Working at USA Today, he was a media columnist, and that's actually how we met, because when when I worked in um, news divisions, I would have to pitch him stories, and we became really close, and um, several years ago, it's now almost five years ago, um, his company offered buyouts, and he was like, "Oh my gosh, like this is my chance to get you know a big payout to leave and to come work with you like should I do it because we, we used to always sort of joke like wouldn 't it be great if we could travel together wouldn 't it be great if we could do this and Then the moment of truth came when financially that was a kind of a real possibility. So he did it, and uh, it's been amazing. We are really together, like, 24-7. We work in the same office. We see each other all day long. Uh, he travels to all of our events, and he's, um, he's amazing, he, and he is really willing to do, like, whatever it takes. So the same philosophy that has helped me build my businesses and the same philosophy I've, I've applied myself, like, do whatever it takes to get where you want to go – he's completely embraced that, and so um, you will see him at the event sort of doing a whole lot of everything, and um, that's what makes
0: him great. All right. So as far as uh, the women for hire piece, let's talk for a second mm-hmm. about that and um, the, the press, the, the PR background. So before I get into GMA and you want to get your products out there and you want to get noticed by the press, is there any type of advice or maybe your top tip for a young woman who is trying to get into like a larger publication or um, on a television show? Is there something that you feel like would really set them apart if they're pitching a reporter?
1: Um, I mean, in general, like, you have to know who you're pitching. So I get so many pitches every day that have nothing to do with my beat. You know, people will pitch me healthcare stories. They will pitch me, um, you know, ideas of of interviewing different people that have nothing to do with what I report on, what I cover, what I do every day. And so that's just a waste of time. And it's, you know, just because you might know somebody at a specific outlet, you know, Don't assume that they have an interest in your story. Like you really have to find people who are interested in your story and what you have to offer. Then you always have to make sure that what you're pitching is a benefit to the audience. So a lot of times people will pitch me things and they'll say, I could really use the infusion of cash. Can you feature my business on TV? That to me is like a sign for me to run away from it because my responsibility is to 5 million morning show viewers. You know, my job is to serve them. My job is not to save one business or to help one business make money. My job is to introduce 5 million viewers to some amazing product or service. And that same philosophy is true you know when you put um, guests on your show it's not about saving that one person's business it's about serving your audience a reporter who writes about something in a newspaper you know it's not about a special interest it's about serving the readers so make sure that when you're pitching you're pitching from the perspective of the reader the listener the viewer the end user of that material because that's what a reporter, a producer, an editor cares about. So, so you really have to know that audience. So
0: let's say specifically Good Morning America. Someone wants to get on uh-huh. Deals and Steals or something like that. Sure. How would yeah. they, like give us a step-by-step process. What do we do sure. in order so to get very,
1: it on? The very first thing that they can do is go to sparkandhustle.com slash TV. Very specific link that I have where I have a form, a detailed form that asks a bunch of questions. I want to know about your product. I want to know where it's sold. I want to know what your inventory capacity is. I want to know what the pricing is. I ask you a bunch of questions. So the first step that we really require is everyone to just fill that out and give me lots of background. And it very much helps if you have watched some of the segments before, and they're all available online every week. They're, 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 they're listed online at goodmorningamerica.com slash deals. And so, you know, look at the segments, look at the kind of things that I feature online when somebody pitches me something and they, you know, tell me it's handmade and they have the ability to make 10 of them a week, you know, that's a sign to me that like you have no idea what you're pitching. Like I have 5 million viewers. Like you know from watching the segment that we sell thousands of units. So I can't put your hand crafted beautiful piece on TV where you make 10 of them a week. Like it's it's a disconnect. It doesn't work. So having watched the segments and then completing that form online is definitely the first step and then from there we read those every single day as they come in and we get flooded with them. We get hundreds a week and we then typically if it's something that we're interested in we'll ask to see a sample of it. Um, We will ask you know questions about inventory and fulfillment and shipping and sort of lots of the behind the scenes basics and many times you know someone might have a great product but they're just really not set up to do the volume that they would be required to do so we kind of go through that vetting process and you know, and then from there, we see, you know, is it something that really fits with what our audience would be interested in? Have we not featured something like this recently? You know, is, would this just be a good fit for sort of the mix that I have going on? So there's not a, you know, three-step, simple, one, two, three, and you're done. It's, you know, it's a, it's a little more art than science in terms of, you know, figuring out what the best fits are. And I monitor the sales every week, so I have a really good idea of the kind of stuff that viewers want.
0: Very cool. Now, so let's get more specific here and talk about Spark and Hustle. And we're talking about making money and getting our businesses to the point where we could pitch you to be on GMA. Um, What exactly is Spark and Hustle doing? What's the format? I know I talked to Coach Jen Lee, um, who's touring with you right now, I believe. And uh, she was saying that it's now turned into a two-day event, and the first day is very practical, and the second day it's more of the kind of all-encompassing. Can you tell us about the formatting and what it it is that we're going to be taking away from Spark? Spark and Hustle?
1: Sure. Um, The first day is very much about pen to paper working on a plan. Um, A plan that takes a look at where is your business right now and where do you want it to go over the next six to 12 months. So I'm not so big on sort of forecasting where do I want to be 10 years from now. Like 10 years ago, five years ago, I would have, have had no idea that Spark and Hustle would even exist. I wouldn't be doing deals and steals on Good Morning America. So I'm very much about sort of, you know, where do we want things to go over the next 6 to 12 months? And really sort of looking at, looking at your competition, looking at your pricing, making sure that you know your numbers, you know, getting a good grasp on your numbers. That's a lot of the stuff that we do um, on the first day. Then the second day is focused very much on marketing and sales. So how can you reach your target audience? What are all the different things that you're doing, Um, not paid advertising, but all the different marketing initiatives to get your product or service in front of the right audience for the purpose of, you know, getting people to know who you are and what you have to offer so that they want to buy from you. And then that's what the last section is, which is sales. How do we, you know, close the deal? How do we bring in money? How do we make more money? And I you know, we've heard a lot of people say, like, I'm just still trying to decide if I want to, you know, help people or make money, and that's, like, the wrong conversation. That's the wrong way of thinking. Like, if you're in business, you have to be in business to make money. Making money has to be a priority, and the more money you make, the more people ultimately you can help. Like, I have no problem if you want to give away all your money, but I don't want you to give away the money before you've even made it because you're, you're undervaluing your time and talent because you are not effectively pricing your product or service because you are operating at a loss. I don't want you to sort of, quote unquote, help people that way. I'd rather you, you know, charge what you're worth, charge what your product or service is worth, make a lot of money, and then go save the world with all the money that you've made. So that's really what we're all about.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> I, th- I think that sounds fantastic, and it sounds just like something uh, that young female entrepreneurs need for sure. And last year, I like I said, I really enjoyed the conference and got a lot out of it, and it was just a one day uh, kind of a so thing. Happy to hear it. So, um, we have a few a couple questions from Tout. And so uh, Tout, for everyone that's watching, it's a 15-second video um, uh, status update, basically. It's something that YFE is kind of attached onto. to. We've had Tout's chief marketing officer on recently. And um, so I'm going to go ahead and play a question for Tori to answer. So it'll be just...
1: Hey, Tori. It's Tracy with Sincerely Yours. What advice would you give the small business owners that are ready to take the leap of faith but fear the what-ifs? how can we overcome that love you girl
0: <laughs> so cute
1: Casey. so first of all you know there's there's we can have what ifs till like we're blue in the face and the reality is you have to be you know so dissatisfied with what you're doing right now and have such a burning desire for moving in a new direction that the what-ifs are, you know, turned from negative into positive, where instead of what if this fails, it's more what if this succeeds, what if this is amazing, what if this, you know, lives up to its potential, what if, you know, I get to do what I want to do every single day. And so it's about kind of turning that thinking around. There's always – some fear every day but you can either let the fear paralyze you so you're so afraid that you don't take any action or you are kind of afraid and so therefore you're willing to do whatever it takes to avoid the fate that you're fearing so for me when I started my business the fear that I had every day was like, oh my God, if this doesn't work, I'm going to have to go back and get, you know, a real job. And I don't want to go get another job. I desperately want to have my own business. And so the fear that I had of not being able to launch my business was the fuel that I needed to really drive that success because I was so afraid of, of failing because it would mean that I had to go get another job that I was willing to to literally do whatever it takes to make sure that that fear wasn't realized. So, I would never tell somebody like, oh, you have nothing to fear. Don't be fearful. That's so silly. I would say listen to the fear and then act on it as opposed to listening to the fear and letting it paralyze you.
0: I think that's good, especially, I mean, that's definitely something we've had questions about in the past. So good question, Tracy. Thank you so much. So we've got a second tout question from Carissa. Let's hear what Chris has to say.
1: Hey, Tori, it's Tracy with Sincerely Yours. What advice would you my
0: my problem, sorry. Hi, Tori, <laughs> Carissa from Small Businesses Do It Better. My question for you is, are there any systems that you could have set up earlier on in your business that would have helped with the long-term growth? Thanks. So systems early um, on. Yeah, so
1: the biggest, biggest, biggest thing that I could have done, um, and quite frankly, every single day, um, you know, this is this is an issue for me, Um is hiring the right people, hiring the best people. and so you know people as you to grow your business, become your best assets. whether it's people that you hire full-time or it's um, contractors that you work with or service providers that you work with. you know it doesn't necessarily have to be people who are you know staff members on your payroll, but the, the team you choose to align yourself with, the vendors that you choose to align yourself with, I made a lot of mistakes in the beginning. You know, I I thought, oh, my gosh, this idea is my baby. I'm only going to hire friends, people who, you know, I know and love so much. And that was, like, a huge disaster for me. Then I went in the other direction saying, you know, I'm only going to go with people who, like, I wouldn't even want to have, you know, coffee with them. Like, I just want to make sure they can do the job, doesn't matter if we're friends or not. And that was a disaster. And so, you know, making smart hiring decisions is you know the best thing that you can do and you know early on I didn't have good systems in place to be able to do that and um it's the number one number one sort of regret the number one thing that um that I that I would love to do over if I could have
0: Great, great answer. So uh, Tori, thank you so much for being on Young Female Entrepreneurs. Before we let you go, do you have any one last piece of advice specifically for a young female entrepreneur, someone that's in their 20s and 30s, maybe just getting started in business, maybe someone that was laid off from work and in more of a transition stage? Some like one last piece of advice you want people to be to leave with?
1: Um, I would say, you know, focus on making things happen. You have the ability to change anything that you're not satisfied with. You hold that power. You can't wait for somebody to come and rescue you. You can't wait for the economy to change. You can't wait for miracles to happen. It's up to you. It's totally in your hands. And that for some people is scary, and for others it's very, very powerful and it's empowering. And I choose to see it as you know, a blessing, like one of the greatest reasons to live in this country because of the financial freedom and independence to, to work, to be your own boss, to, to choose what you want to do to make a living and embrace that. You know, recognize that things do not have to be the way they are if you're not satisfied. You totally have the ability to change. And if you harness that, you can make great things happen for yourself and for the people around you.
0: Well, Tori, I'm really glad that you had that coffee because this is incredibly inspiring, <laughs> very motivating. And I'm sure, you know, it's 9, 930 for a lot of you guys that are on the East Coast. And I'm sure your you know, bedtime's being pushed off because you've got work to do. So I'm really, really grateful that you've you joined us tonight. Tori, I know your schedule's very busy. And your next stop is in Los Angeles, right? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. All right. So, where can to people? Los Angeles on Sunday. Where can people find out more about the tour and when you're coming to um, each city? Sparkandhustle.com
1: dot has um, all the details there, and you know you're welcome to email us from the website or call us if there's anything you know we can do to help you or answer your questions, and you know we'd love to see you there.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Tori. We really appreciate Thanks having you on. you for having me. Absolutely, I appreciate it, and um, good luck to everybody. Oh, thank you. So you've been watching right, you. Tori Johnson with Spark and Hustle, uh, sparkandhustle.com. dot and we've got a um, a number of women actually that are doing a couple cool promotions. Uh, DevaneyFreeman dot is one where she's giving fifteen um, percent off if you say Devaney sent you there. There's Marissa of uh, New York. Uh, she's our YFE. Um, New York City City Coordinator and she's got some group deals that she's working on so we're going to include all the links with this video so if you're watching the replay make sure that uh, you check it out. It's either going to be below it or to the side, wherever you're watching. And um, if you're watching live, make sure that you sign up for Mailed It. Now, this is really important. We're going to have our after party after this. And we're bringing on two young female entrepreneurs that just went to Spark and Hustle. So they're going to talk about their businesses, what they learned from it, some practical things that they took away and that they're going to move forward forward with it. It's uh, at the Stacy Harris is joining us. And Andrea Graves Boring, who has a number of businesses. She's a very uh, active blogger, has a a lot of people following her and she designs other blogs too. And you guys know at the Stacey Harris, right? She's our social outreach girl of Hit the Mic Marketing. So make sure that you stay tuned for the after party. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to break for just a second while we bring them on. And then we're going to go live right away. Make sure that you stay on the hashtag YFE chat because we're going to actually going to do some Q&A so that uh, you guys will answer it on Twitter and we're going to feature it on the video and this goes out along with um, the piece that we just recorded with Tori. So we want to make sure that all of you get as much promotion as possible and also the advice that you guys give, things that you're able to answer to it, uh, people that are watching the replay later can take that advice and um, move forward with it or maybe relate to you, follow, follow you on Twitter later, whatever. So anyway... You've been watching Young Female Entrepreneurs, the weekly live show that happens every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern at youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com. This has been Jennifer Dono. I'm the host of the show. I'm going to come back in just a second for the after party. Otherwise, I hope to see you next Thursday. Same time, same place.